you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing prolific to say um, at the start of this show. Uh, you know, well, be professional. Welcome to VOG Podcast. Welcome to PC Podcast. Uh, I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. Sometimes I start it off professionally, sometimes I don't. You got to understand, I'm just rocking. Uh, <laughs> doing this solo. You know what it is. Uh, sooner or later, I'm going to get to the show where I just uh, talk shit for a little bit and, um, you know, get, get, get some things off my chest. Uh, <laughs> fellas, you have to know your worth, please. Um, you'll, you'll get the rest of that one later. But please, please do know your worth. Like, it's going into 2020. Um, don't, be, don't, be, don't be risking your life for these women. Um, they're just, just in general. Ladies, I'm not ragging on you. I promise you, man. Um, <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself, technically, but, you know, we'll get into that. That is for uh, another episode, for the most part. Uh, good God. This world, this world eh, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Uh, the world, the world is, is, is falling apart. Or we are preparing for the artificial intelligence takeover. That is my perspective on the whole thing and my outlook just after you know youtubing and um just seeing the state of the world sweet baby jesus i'll get into that later um but we're preparing for something like something is changing drastically and uh i don't think i don't think the masses are aware of it and let me not say the masses i'm not going to say on a global level um here in america i live in america i do this show from new york uh but here in America, it's, it's, it only gets dumber by the day. And uh, I just can't, I can't take you people anymore. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have to, um, I've been told to watch what I post and watch the things I say being, you know, I will sell you a house. I will, you know, help you find a house or an apartment or whatever. Just shoot me an email. I am a realtor. Uh <laughs> I don't even know if I should be putting that out there at this point. But, uh, yeah, from my perspective, uh, I really do think artificial intelligence is the next, uh, I don't want to say overlord, but uh, if it's one thing we're all, we will all be a slave to, it will be artificial intelligence. And uh, that's, just, that's just what it is. I don't know who's controlling this, uh, this planet or whatever, however you want to look at it. Uh, but, yeah, shit. <laughs> So just going bad, uh, like bad, bad. Uh, I already, I already uh, went over the whole Hong Kong thing. I don't know how many times I have to go over it, but all I will say is they are, they are about it. Like uh, America's getting ready for football season, and uh, Hong Kong is is getting it in. Uh, these these youth in Hong Kong are prepared to die for the cause. And um, good God, just seeing it, I'm like, that's it's way more. This, I have more faith in them than I have in the people here. And um, speaking of speaking of that, the uh, I want to get this right, but uh, that 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 bill that they were protesting over is pretty much um, is pretty much done. It's it's over with. Uh, they they basically stopped it. Because they were like, you know, we, we we can't do this, man. They had Hong Kong shutting down YouTube channels. Uh, you should, good God, you should, just, you have to YouTube it to see this stuff. Um, 
it's just ridiculous. Uh, but I love it to the same to the same extent. It's 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 just beautiful seeing these people revolt and um, it, just getting things done because the bill is dead. Uh, protest after months of protest, Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam withdraws controversial extradition bill. Hong Kong's embattled leader Carrie Lam has finally withdrawn. Finally, fully withdrawn a controversial bill that allowed extradition to mainland China and sparked three months of dramatic protest in the financial hub. That should be a key to America if you want to uh, if you want to shut things down. Don't, I, even though I'm not advocating any of this because I don't want to get sued or anything like that, but you know the financial districts are what you need to hit if. Um, Take a take an example out of Hong Kong. Um, good God, yo, they had the police trapped in the stairwell, and they didn't get shot. This is why I'm not advocating for anything like that to go on here, because you know, people are gonna die. Uh, America, for some reason, America has no problem with uh, brutalizing people, even its own citizens, and I think that's. It's tough to say, but I think that's what the next phase is going to be before shit gets way worse. And I just don't know what's going to trigger it because there's, there's just too much going on. There's too much going on on a global level. And um, I can't I can't focus on this because Hong Kong is Hong Kong is. Uh, let me just read you this. The decision to cave and into one of the protesters' five core demands marked a dramatic U-turn for Lamb, who for months has refused to withdraw the bill. We must find ways to address the discontent in society and look for solutions, Lamb said in a video statement Wednesday evening. After more than two months of social unrest, it is obvious to many that this discontent extends far beyond the bill. So, the bill was over them, allegedly, Shipping people to mainland China, and um, I told y'all people, man, China, China's no joke, man. I got a homie who went, and he told me he was like, "Yo, shit is just different over there." And I'm like, "Yeah, be you in a surveillance state, like hardcore surveillance state, and there's no escaping it whatsoever." And it's just like, do you, do we understand the gravity of what's going on on a global scale? But yeah, this the Hong Kong thing. It's uh. It's dead. I don't know if this will stop the protest. I don't know if they did it to appease the protesters. But uh, this glo- this global thing is uh, it's getting it's getting really really crazy, especially with this man. Uh, if you didn't know, actually, too, man. Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of a lot of um, outages at airports recently, and uh. I told you guys about the cyber attacks and everything else, but uh, nobody, nobody seems to care. Everybody seems to care more about a, a chicken sandwich. There were French airlines that was hit. A French, a French air traffic control outage uh, hit British flights. British Airways said flights heading to heading to or passing over France and Spain had been affected. EasyJet said it had been forced to cancel 180 flights out of almost 2,000 scheduled to take off on Sunday. 
The French aviation regulator said a computer failure had affected control centers at about 1.30 on Sunday, but the issue had now been resolved. That's just one of them. Then there was a... there was one actually that happened. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, remember when it was, but it was a it was another computer outage. But this time it was it caused delays at several U.S. airports, and this was back in August. And these these stories seem to fly under the radar completely, and it just bugs me that that happens. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, this is not, this is not normal. Um, and which, which is why I started the show off saying like artificial intelligence is going to be our next overlord. Uh, but we rely heavily on computers and when these things are, uh, causing traffic and if you know about the MTA and good God, the MTA, but yeah, now it's causing delays at major airports. This is something that should, it should definitely get more coverage than it does. But, you know, this, this is America. Sweet baby Jesus, man. I, but that's a global thing as well. And it's, uh, it's, it's only, it's only going to get worse. And that's the sad part. But I don't think people are going to notice that these things are actually happening until, until it's too late, frankly. I'm sorry to say it. But that's, pretty much what it's going to be and uh just reading the stories i'm just like wait this is this is not right like something is not right here but either it's going to become the new norm or it's going to get way worse and that's the part of it where i'm like "Eh, i think we should watch this we should keep a close eye on this. Uh, we, we should keep a closer eye than we kept on uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, pretty much, I'm still, I'm still extremely tight about that. I'm not even gonna lie to you about it. Um, but good God, <laughs> I think he ain't dead. I'm sorry, he's not dead, man. Uh, but back to being, um, back to artificial intelligence being our next overlord. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Facebook's facial facial recognition technology will no longer default to on, and they had to get a lawsuit to stop this stuff. Um, I think over the course of all these shows, if you were a new listener, please do go back and listen. Not just because I need my numbers up, but you know, there's some information in those shows too. Uh. I've gone, I've gone down the biometrics rabbit hole. I've given you the Adhar program. I've given you a number of uh, just just how they're storing data and how you can fly through an airport now without a passport. You just need an iris scan in some cases. There's some real uh, Total Recall stuff going on. I'm aging myself if you never saw the movie. Uh <laughs> I don't want to sound childish, but there's a lady with three titties in that movie, and and that's why I remember it. But it's it's some real uh, some real technological advances are being made, man. 
On Tuesday, Facebook reversed a years-old policy about facial recognition technology on the platform. It will now require new users to explicitly opt in to the use of facial recognition tech rather than making it the default setting. So let's just take a note there that this has been going on for uh, probably um, longer than we will ever know. But uh, that's how they tag you in pictures. And um, <laughs> we we use this social media stuff as if it's free and it's not. Uh, <laughs> we we give away our information for free to the powers that be, because the government owns all of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> and we've, we've pretty much we already live in the artificial intelligence world. It's I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Either we haven't realized it yet or it hasn't fully been implemented. Um, because there is a such thing going around called an enhanced driver's license that can be used as a passport or something of that nature. Uh, I don't know what kind of microchip is going to be in this thing, but I'm going to get one nonetheless because we, we don't have a choice. So we might as well just accept it, man. Uh, meanwhile, existing users familiar with the tag suggestions option will see those prompts disappear. A new face recognition setting will take its place, and unlike tag suggestions, it will, it will, it too will be off by default. Facebook artificial intelligence lead Servinus Narayanan, Narayanan, I don't know how to pronounce that, explained the changes in a blog post, noting that users who opt into face recognition will help Facebook weed out fake accounts that impersonate real people by using stolen photos. It all sounds it sounds great. But um I think it's already too late, man. Like who 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 am I fooling here? Uh, all I will say is that this thing has been on for a very long time. And I can't I can't call anyone dumb because if anybody has pictures on Facebook, they know pretty much what my whole body looks like and uh they have me down to the detail. Pretty much, so I can't, I can't belittle anybody who's uh, who's already fallen in for it, uh, especially, especially with that. Uh, see how you age and see what you look like as a woman, and all those other photos and selfies that people take and have uploaded to social media. It's all, it's all for the biometrics database. There's already an ad hair program in every country that has internet technology. We just don't know it yet, and it hasn't been fully implemented. And uh, <laughs> as I'm saying this to you, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of unnerving a little bit. But then, then in my head, I'm like, who, who am I and who, who's, who's going to be on my side to fight this? <laughs> Not the same people who wanted a chicken sandwich. Please no. Please no, baby Jesus. <laughs> But, you know, it's, uh, but you won't be subjected to facial recognition on Facebook any longer because, uh, they've now, they've turned it off after a lawsuit. So, you know, all those things where you automatically get tagged in photos will no longer happen. You'll have to opt in for that. And then, um, <laughs> we've already, we've already signed up for the FEMA camps with all these terms and agreements that we've, uh, 
iTunes, whatever we sign up for, we don't read it, and we've already signed up for it. So uh, we might as well get used to it. Um, now, in the case of what happens to the people, um, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus, um, Hurricane Dorian. I, you know what? Hold on. Let me go off the top of the head for a minute here. Um, Hurricane Dorian. Uh, if you've seen the aerial photos and you've seen the videos, uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible, man. There were stories of, uh, island or a place in the Bahamas, a town or city that was home to 50,000 people that was completely submerged underwater, um, the videos of the flyovers, it's just like, as it says, it's just devastation for the most part. Um, seven people have died so far, but I think it was at like 12 or 13 last time I checked. And the somebody important, an important figure, I don't want to say mayor or whoever, I don't want to get it wrong, but... um. He was saying that those numbers are only going to go up. And that is expected when whole towns have been submerged. And, um, <laughs> the only, yeah, listen, the only, listen, I'm very serious about this. The only reason I'm chuckling right now is because I'm just in my head. I'm like, yeah, I didn't see anybody clinging to a tree. So I'm all right right now. But it's people have died. So it's not, it's no laughing matter. <laughs> clinging to trees I'm sorry it, I need to grow up because why that fucking tickles me I, I really need help man um that, that was a completely different situation it doesn't make it any better but nonetheless man um it's really it's really really fucked up man so if you don't know let's uh keep an eye uh, at least seven people have died and 21 are injured as the now category three hurricane continues flooding the Bahamas Relief officials reported scenes of utter ruin Tuesday in parts of the Bahamas and rushed to deal with an unfolding humanitarian crisis in the wake of Hurricane Dorian, the most powerful storm on record to ever hit the islands. At least seven deaths were reported with the full scope of the disaster still unknown. Now, this is an article from yesterday somehow. I don't know when I brought this story up. All I do know is I posted a lot of videos from this on um on the actual VOG podcast page. I don't know why I'm stuttering like that. But it looks like a bomb went off. That's what they're saying. Um they need help, man. That's all I can say, man. Abaco Islands was one that I know definitely got hit hard and Grand Bahamas was another one uh flying over the hardest hit areas, the islands of Abaco and Grand Bahama. The pilots saw homes turn to matchsticks and boats piled in heaps. Harbors, supermarkets, a public hospital, airport landing strips, all have been damaged or blown to smithereens. Frustrating rescue efforts. Hurricane Dorian, which made landfall on Sunday as a Category 5 hurricane and then lingered for days, not only left residents in the most damaged islands without jobs or a place to live. It also stripped away the services most required to meet their most immediate needs like fresh water, food, and medical care. 
It's like a bomb went off, honestly, said Julie Sands, who lives in Cherokee Sound in the Abaco Islands. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say, like, you know, Florida's used to the shit. I can say that off top. Like, Florida's used to the storm, and it's not going to be um, the same as it was in the Bahamas. Um. The storm is now just residing, and the floodwaters are now f- residing. Uh, at least 20 people have been confirmed dead, so excuse my numbers from earlier. Around 70,000 people were in need of life-saving aid on the infected affected islands, said the top relief official for the United Nations. <sighs> Families picked through the ruins of their homes, many of them too overwhelmed to fathom the steps. Some aid groups figured nearly half of the homes on the two islands were either destroyed or severely damaged. What happens to these people? And I, this weather is not is not normal. I, I'll just point that out first and foremost. It's definitely not normal. Like something is off on a global scale weather-wise. I, I don't know how many of these horrible weather stories I have to cover um, none really, because I'm choosing to do this shit for free, mind you. But um, <laughs> good God, just looking at the pictures and the videos, man, it's a uh, it's a lot to take in, for the most part. And um, I just can't. It's hard to fathom, to be honest. If I'm really just being upfront with you, uh, I couldn't imagine living through something like that. And um, I'm not. Granted, usually I don't know. It's not like I'm not Bahamian or whatever. I'm not from the Bahamas, whatever you want to call it. Um, but no, nah, this one is it's really, it's just getting more and more frequent. And um, I don't think I'm desensitized to the shit, but I'm just looking at the damage and stuff. I'm like, good God, man. And these people have to go back to real life. And um, <laughs> uh, harp, harp, this ain't normal, man. Is this a harp thing? Is this uh is this the con man in office dropping a nuclear nuclear bomb in a hurricane to stop it? Uh I don't know, but it's not it's not normal. Um how do you how do you even propose dropping a nuclear bomb in a hurricane? Let me let me not even get into that, man. I'm trying to stay away from that dude. Uh but yeah, it's uh these people need help, man. But what happens to the people? Seventy thousand people. With no hospital, no supermarkets, no nothing. No homes, nothing. What happens to them? Like, I never, you never hear a follow-up story of what happens to these people. And that's the crazy part. Is All these people could be in FEMA camps, could be sex slaves, could be whatever. Um, and we would never know. And the sad part is we won't know until it happens to us. And, um... <laughs> it's the sad part about things here in America is you people don't care unless it's close to home or somebody they know. And um I mean, people care, but not not really. We ain't gonna do shit. Um I need to get off my black ass and volunteer for some shit like this, man. If I didn't have a little man, I'd be traveling the world doing volunteer shit, but uh that's neither here nor there. But this is uh if you haven't seen the footage, man, please do go to uh the VOG podcast page. And um, check it out, man. Like it's uh, you got to see the you got to see the footage, and uh, just just take it all in, man. Uh, 
It's nobody clinging the trees. Nobody clinging the trees. I got to be lighthearted about this shit, man. I don't want to cry on the mic, man. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go into this, man. Um, this uh, this whole trade war with uh China. Uh, and now I know when I said I'm conflicted. I'm like, you know, uh, <laughs> I didn't know if it was gonna work. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's working. Um, <laughs> I, I think the global recession will come before artificial intelligence officially takes over as our overlord. Call me wrong, call me, tell me I'm bugging, whatever. I, I don't really care. That's just my perspective on the whole thing. That's how I see it playing out. Now, uh, with this trade war thing. Uh, Here's a funny thing. The people that voted for him and me, too, I mean, the general public here in America, is we're going to wind up paying for these things, like the wall and like everything else, he says, and as many bankruptcies and everything else that we wind up paying for somehow. Um, yeah, but this thing is not its not going good. Uh, they just hit China with another... Uh, the new tariffs are a sharp escalation in the bruising trade war and could cost households $800 a year. The U.S. has imposed fresh tariffs on $112 billion of Chinese imports, such as shoes, nappies, and food. Everything is about to get more expensive. Um, you know, the collapse is coming, man. Like, I, I just don't know how people can't see it, but the collapse is coming. Um, it's definitely coming because I don't know how this is going to play out, man. The move is the first phase of U.S. President Donald Trump's latest plan to place 15% duties on $300 billion of Chinese imports by the end of the year. In response, Beijing began to introduce measures targeting $75 billion worth of U.S. goods. The measure included a 5% tariffs on U.S. crude oil, the first time fuel has been hit in the trade battle between the world's two largest economies. Uh, I was explaining to Cousin Reem uh, that the petrodollar is about to be over and that's part of what this whole tug of war, uh, power politics was kind of about. And um, I don't think people understand the gravity of it in terms of the world switching off the petrodollar and uh, what may or may not lead to America's downfall. Now, the, you understand they're hitting a 5% tariff on uh, U.S. oil. Uh, they can get this oil elsewhere if, if need be. So let's understand this. Uh, so far, Washington has imposed tariffs on hundreds of billions of dollars worth of Chinese goods to pressure boot Beijing into changing its policies on intellectual property, industrial subsidies, market access, and the forced transfers of technology to Chinese firms. Uh, they stop trying to stop them from bootlegging, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's, that's the pretty much it, man. Uh, nappies, dishwashers, shoes, clothes, food, 
Looking through the 122-page list of eligible products, it's hard to find something that's not on there. Many retailers say they have little choice but to pass on the cost to shoppers. The president of American Apparel and Footwear Association, Rick Helfenbein, describes the tariffs as like punishing your daughter for something your son did. It makes no sense. The next round of tariffs on more clothes and big-ticket items like laptops and iPhones are due in December. Mr. Trump says this, that will help to protect spending during the Christmas season. Um, do, you, do you understand that we are paying for all of this? Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that this madman has to be stopped. Uh, because the... The fall, the fall of America is coming slowly but surely. Anyway, it's the, listen, I'm not celebrating it. I'm not um, applauding it. I'm just pretty much aware of it, and um, <laughs> I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for the fact that it's happening. And we just have to understand that for what it is. So I'm trying to mentally prepare you as well. Um, but this trade war thing, I questioned in the beginning. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe he's right. But I don't, I don't think um, he's right because we're uh, we are wind up, we are winding up paying for this, just like the wall, and uh, <laughs> and it's it's really really kind of crazy if you're looking at it, and it's everything is tinkering or like hinting at a global recession or a recession for the most part. They just said Britain might go into the recession or the signs are showing a recession. Um, and if you don't know or haven't paid attention in the past, anything they say when it's, oh, we're, we're showing signs, that means it's already happening. And uh, it just hasn't all come crashing down as of yet because that's when they tell you. But uh, with these new this trade war thing, this might uh be the this might be the beginning of uh of the global recession and then we usher in cryptocurrencies and uh yeah. And then and then we become further slaves to uh to the own uh to the to the artificial intelligence. And speaking of cryptocurrencies, China's central bank to issue own cryptocurrency as soon as November. And this is from Forbes magazine. China plans to issue its own cryptocurrency as early as November 11th, the country's busiest shopping day for online sales. U.S. financial magazine Forbes said, citing two sources familiar with the matter. The People's Bank of China has been exploring the possibility of launching its own digital currency since 2014 to cut the cost of circulating traditional paper money and boost policymakers' control of money supply. Some analysts say China appears to have accelerated the push to digital money after U.S. social media giant Facebook announced plans in June to launch digital coin Libra, the most high-profile proposed digital currency so far within a year a move that has shocked global policymakers and raised regulatory concerns. <laughs> I think I've explained to you people how, you know, I just mentioned the fall of the petrodollar. And um, once these cryptocurrencies are fully implemented and um, things like oil are traded in cryptocurrencies instead of dollars, uh, <laughs> it's only going to kind of hasten the slow decline of uh, this country I live in 
And uh, it is what it is, man. Like I've just accepted it. But you have to understand, as I, as I, as I said, man, China, Venezuela, Iran, Russia. There are a number of countries or coalitions that are um, heading into this cryptocurrency thing. Now, it is slowly but surely happening. Will it cause the demise of America? I don't know. Uh, I think I think America's on a, on that road uh, by itself, just the current state of things in general. But uh, will this hasten it with the cryptocurrency thing? I don't know. But but what I do know for sure is that um it <laughs> we are heading deeper into this rabbit hole that is artificial intelligence and um, digital and living in a digital, a fully digital world. Now, when I say artificial intelligence will be our next overlord, is that what I mean by that? Um, <laughs> yeah, we've already handed over most of the controls to artificial intelligence and uh, the computers in general. I mean, I'm saying that, and it sounds crazy, but it's pretty much true. We've already uh, handed over most of everything they need in terms of knowing us and having a biometrical or having a cloud database on who you are and uh, everything else already. That's already done. You, you can already give that up. Um is the cryptocurrency wave just ushering in the next phase of the digital takeover? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, as I said, I, I have I know a bunch of people who invested in Bitcoin. I, I asked them all how they cash out and nobody could tell me. So I, I don't know um, what the main cryptocurrency will be, but... We're going that way toward a cashless, cardless, everything will be digital society. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the show, when you have these outages um, at these major airports, like is that a is that a good sign for us going into this digital world with digital currency and things of that nature? I don't know, and it's. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not scared over the whole thing. I'm just trying to warn everybody else because you know, I think we're fully aware of what's happening. I just don't think we understand the gravity of it. And um, as I as I think I told you like last show or one of the past couple of shows, is that um, <laughs> these scientists who are making this artificial intelligence or tinkering with it or whatever you want to call it that they're doing. They're trying to figure out how to regulate it and how to pretty much, they already know it's smarter than us. They're trying to figure out how to put parameters on it to not have us become slaves to the system. And, um, <laughs> Sad part is we are already slaves to it, and um, we just don't 
we don't acknowledge it. I don't go nowhere without my cell phone. I'll be on my cell phone doing absolutely nothing, looking at the internet and social media. And I, then I realize I'm like, good God, like I'm, they they already got me, and it's uh it's already too late. And the only thing you can do is throw the shit away, but you can't because you need it. And um, <laughs> it's only gonna get creepier from here on out in terms of the whole artificial intelligence thing. And uh, it's we're already in the rabbit hole. We just don't know what's on the other side of it. And uh, that will be the next overlord. Because, and I say that because if all of our currency is digital and all of our banking information is online, when the computer systems sh- shut down and uh, everything goes black and there's no internet, how will you live? How will you survive? Are there people already enrolled in this biometrics program or the next phase and they're testing it out on them with these natural disasters? This is just where my mind goes with these type of things. Uh, that's a very, even though it sounds crazy, me saying that, like, are they taking the people from these natural disasters and enrolling them in the future? And they're in some camp somewhere that we know nothing about. Um, it sounds crazy, but damn, it's crazy, but it's true. It could be. Um, I just don't know, man. It's uh all I can say is uh let's uh let's all let's all send send well wishes. Don't don't whisper, uh, but uh send some well wishes to uh the people in uh the Bahamas and hopefully they are not in a FEMA camp somewhere and enrolled in some biometric system. And um just be prepared, man, because I don't know where this shit is going, but it's not going nowhere nice. And uh you already signed up for it with your iTunes agreement, and you don't even know it. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it for tonight. Um, I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, I know, listen, it sounds like babble, and it sounds kind of crazy and stretched out, but it all comes together. And uh, I think I think I've gotten better. I really don't know. But uh, all I can say is salute to Manny, salute to JM, um, Salute Uncle Lair. Uh, so, salute everybody who listens to this and who puts up with me. And uh, it goes, basically, who listens to me with these long rants with some news injected into them. Uh, I wouldn't be shit without, no, I'm lying. I always say I wouldn't be shit without y'all. I mean, I was living a pretty high life before I started even doing this shit. But listen, I appreciate y'all and I wouldn't be, this podcast would not be what it is without y'all. That I will say. So I appreciate y'all all for listening. And um, until next time, people, be easy. Uh, take a break from your phones. Uh, go hug your loved ones. And uh, don't be kissing people in the mouth. This is a dirty, dirty world. It's a dirty, dirty, dirty world. Uh, I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Have a good night. Uh, have a good week. And uh, you, you'll probably hear from me again before the weekend is over. Appreciate y'all all, man. Peace.